Heat the Talking Heads is a D&D actual play podcast with mature themes and immature players. Content trigger warnings can be found in the episode description. Try this introduction. Oh God! All right. Um, You're nervous. I am very much. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Uh, welcome <clears throat> to the heat. The talking pot. No wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! See, this is what happens the when Vivian tries to dust lines, right? Ah, uh, what is the name of the podcast? Let me write it down heat so I can. Heat the talking say. heads. Heat the talking heads. Heat the talking. Heat the talking. Heat the talking heads. Woo! That is not going to help me. I'm so glad I recorded that. But that's <laughs> the name of the podcast. Yeah, you've, you've got your intro. You've got your intro. Mm-hmm. That, that's how we start. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. <clears throat> okay. Uh, welcome to the Heat the Talking Heads podcast. Uh, my name is Vivian and I will be your game master for today. Uh, I am here with three other uh, players today and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, can we start with Pete? Hello. Uh, hi, mm. I'm Pete. I play Timothy Carey. I am a level one human paladin. Uh, in his mid thirties, he's uh, about what? What do you want? Meters or feet? Oh, we can do we both, but let's go with meters. Uh, meters make more CM. sense to us. Meters make more sense to us, but in the game, it's all in feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will do the conversions. We will work in oh, metrics. math. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what people tune in to D&D Live Play podcast Exceptionally, for. yes. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's about average height. Uh, black-haired but greying at the temples and on the sides. Uh, he's in his mid-30s. And so parts of him are starting to ache after a long life of being an adventurer. <laughs> Very good. Okay, cool. Um, next, we have uh, Lockman. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's okay. go for it. Yeah. So, uh, so do I talk as if people are actually listening to this thing? We hope, yes. Uh, right, okay. Uh, I'm Lokman. I play Anduil Andy Manchego, a level one rock gnome warlock, <laughs> and also a sausage maker enthusiast. Very cool. What kind of sausages does? Uh, I thought you were a sausage connoisseur. Yeah, connoisseur, trader, mm. whatever. Yeah. All round sausage guy. We will find out more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, last up, uh, we have our favorite elf bud. I think um, this is uh, Lynn. Hi everyone, my name is Lynn and I play Veterinary Dreadful. He is a male wood elf, level one. He's a bard. He, honestly, I do not know how old he is. Looks average, not say very dashing, not so super charming, but he has a lot of charm. It's like the very, the kind that catches you unaware. And that's about it, yeah, pretty much. He also likes to think really, really out of the box. Sometimes. Sometimes. And will occasionally break up into song, as bards do. You have been warned. Yes. I wonder whether Shakespeare ever broke out in song. No, he just broke out in poetry. 
Shakespeare never performed this place. What's wrong with you? Uh, uh, well, cookie, cookie, cookie. let me. <laughs> did Shakespeare's place have music? Does this place have music? Uh, you mean in this world, or are you talking about the podcast? No, I mean in the in in the real world. Oh he yeah, he doesn't w- write musicals, does he? I no, not, not like Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. <laughs> no, so he, I don't think he wrote music for his place. His place no, didn't there was had no music, music, right? All I can think about right now. Is I mean, we study his place for the words. I think it's the same all, for like. All I can, all I can see at this point is our production <laughs> value is so much higher than Shakespeare's. <laughs> it, it, to, to, to his credit, I do have to stand up for Shakespeare and say, like you know, he had other problems, like you know, the pox. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! He had the pox. I know, but he lived around the time, huh? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Unless maybe like uh, Macbeth's soliloquy was meant to be like. Sang <laughs> to song, and we just like the the music score was just lost through time. <laughs> uh, unfortunate realities of the 1600s. Oh well. Yeah, I mean they had bards then. It's just yeah. How did they? Did they even know music notes then? Well, was it even so created then? Yeah. So yes, they had music. The talking heads, a historical podcast about bards <laughs> in the 16th century. <laughs> Mask behind it's it's actually it's actually a historic drama series. It's just masked behind a it's it's the the premise it's that it's uh, a D and D podcast, but actually we start talking and giving context to historical events. So whole news is a whole new genre. Anyway. I'm going to welcome you guys to the world of what I'm calling Terra Veritas. So, in Terra Veritas, which is the realm in which you guys will be um, embarking on your adventure in, uh, this is, as you might uh, understand it, a regular fantasy universe. Uh, and uh, we are going to occupy this particular area of the world uh, where it's, there is some conflict that's happening in the world, but you as adventurers are not too concerned with that at the moment. You are here to seek your fame and fortune. Okay, so far so good, guys? Right. Fame and fortune, yes. For, okay, cool. Um, I can relate. <laughs> yes. So I believe that both Andy and Vet know each other from a previous adventure. Uh, could one of you like uh, summarize your, your initial adventures where you guys originally met? I can only remember the instance where I told him to throw the sausage at the wolf and he did not. Well, he threw one. Mm-hmm. I think we ate a horse. <laughs> it, it we turned the horse into hostages. What would be useful yes. if you actually set the premise of the quest as well? <laughs> to the people in the audience, I guess, the invisible audience who doesn't know what oh, happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? We were given a missive. We were supposed to go to some tower and figure out what happened to the people there. And then along the way, we got attacked by die wolves. Is it? Pretty much, yeah. Then you guys uh, made away after killing at least one die wolf. Yeah. And then... It turns out that uh, everybody... And he tried to sell them sausages. Cor- or he gave them sausages out of the kindness of his heart. And then something I something horrible <laughs> happened to one of your horses. Which hostages are a thing in this universe. Anyway, so um, we are now going to... Uh, we're going to pan into the main capital city of the Federation of Trade, which is in the east, uh, and the capital city of Akala in the west. 
right in the middle, right, there's a little village called Millhaven where this adventure is going to be set. So Millhaven is a village that sits within the lush forested area, within the valley that is just beneath the Thunderfrost Mountains. Okay, so, uh, just in general, the things that you know about Millhaven, uh, they trade extensively with the towns in the region, uh, towns and cities, uh, and it, they are a part of uh, the Trade Guild Network membership. So they are generally a very prosperous town. Uh, while they export many different types of commodities, uh, which include things like, uh, because Millhaven is named after a very famous mill in, in, in the village, they trade uh, things like flour, lumber, and precious metals from their mines. But they are actually more famously known for their famous elderberry and ham starch pies. Now, many travellers uh, during the summer and spring seasons have travelled to the town for this exact reason and some of the pastry connoisseurs also describe this as a form of pilgrimage to come to Millhaven to experience their, their pies. Okay? Millhaven also has a very interesting uh, form of leadership. So, uh, the Millhaven leaders are made up of elders from the village that form a council. Uh, through the council, many decisions about the village is made uh, such as the management of the trade dealings, but also like starch pie productions. Recently, news has travelled from uh, the small village uh, of Millhaven that their eldest council member, Godfrey Whisperall, has fallen deathly ill from a rare sickness. So uh, the town has given notice that a sizable reward would be given to any adventurer who is able to retrieve a rare flower uh, from a very dangerous area to the village's north. Okay, and it is through this particular missive uh, that was sent to the surrounding regional areas, which is how um, Andy and Vet has heard about this particular quest. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Interesting. I'm sorry, we're supposed to be finding flowers, a specific flower. Okay, when I say flower, I think it's getting lost. It's not picking flower, I'm talking about an actual flower with petals. Right, that's because I realized that flour. I use both words. Unless you're talking flour, but then you use correct it. way to pronounce flour is flour. 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 No, there's flour. <laughs> it's called flour. 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 Yeah, so wait, are you talking about the <laughs> grain that would then be milled and turn into that white powdery dust? Or are you talking about. <laughs> are you talking about the genitals of a plant? <laughs> The reproductive structures of our plants are, I cannot be referred to it as a gentle. Also, I realise I've made hmm. a horrible mistake. Oh no. Um, but yes, um, the plant. You're looking for... Can you just say a stick? <laughs> you, you, An organism. You are tasked, you are tasked to uh, right, look right, for right, right, a right. rare plant. Okay, okay so we're, a going, rare we're, plant. Going, we're going to pick flowers. Yeah. No, How flowers. simple is this? Just, just, go to, just go to any uncooked vegetable and... Go to, go to any uncooked oh. vegetable. A, a rare plant. <laughs> are not most vegetables uncooked? Are they not raw? Until they are cooked. Mm-hmm. I like this is starting uh, 15 minutes in before we go on into like, <laughs> complete tangents, which I love. Uh, <laughs> so uh, just just a little uh, preamble on this. I'm going to say for Andy, right, the additional uh, information I'll give is that uh, Andy is actually quite interested in Millhaven because in addition to the many pies that they make and their very famous starch pie, which has elderberry and ham in it, they also have a very interesting sausage pie in the village, which uh, Andy might have known about. It's also very good and something that uh, might compel Andy to actually travel to Millhaven. Right, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> if, you, if you say so, <laughs> then I do. Then I it do. Must be I, so. Yeah. I do say so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I'm listening, and I'm mm, very cool. Yes. I am trying sure. to give. I'm trying to help with your character motivations here. Come on, help me out. <laughs> yeah, I say I'm. I'm down for flower picking. <laughs> Okay, you guys travel from the previous village when you guys are uh, met, and uh, you travel together towards uh, Millhaven. You arrive uh, in like the midday, and you are uh, you enter the town. Millhaven is a fortified village, so it's got a wall of uh, heavy log structures uh, that serves as uh, the defense of the city. You can see guardsmen on top parapets, and uh, the gate is uh, manned by guardsmen as well. When you arrive, right, there is kind of like a small marketplace where people are still like uh, se- uh, selling goods, but you can see a lot of the shops already closing up for the day. Uh, as a venture, you know that probably the best place to get more information about your quests are probably Tavern! Is tavern! Exa- tavern! Is ex- tavern! That's exactly right. Right. Uh, there is a tavern in town. Tavern is name is The Last Strawberry Inn. And How cute. Mm. Cute and quaint. Yes, um, so you guys entered the inn. I'd like to order some ale. I'm thirsty. It's been a long trip. Yeah, I'll have, an, uh, I'll, I'll have what he's having. You both hit down a relatively empty tavern. It's only made up of like maybe like five or six people sporadically at several different tables by themselves having like an afternoon pint. Uh, everybody else probably is like uh, working at the pie production sites or like at the mines or getting up to their regular job for the day. You move forward. Uh, you come to the to the bar front, and you order uh, two pints of ale. Here you go. I say, hey. Hey, you seem like young travellers. Uh, you just popped into town? Yeah, we heard somebody got sick. Ah, you mean you've heard of our elderman? Yes, he has fallen ill from uh, the grey fever. We've not had anyone fall sick to the grey fever for, for centuries. Is he the only one that fell sick? Is this a grey thing? It's a what? Sorry? Is this a... Was this a racial slur thing? <laughs> was he what? I'm sorry, I'm going to retract here. Where was the racial slur? You <laughs> said it was grey. Grey. Grey fever, right? Okay. Oh, God. Um, yes, grey. Grey as in... Mm. <laughs> it, it turns uh, the pallor of your skin grey. <laughs> the barkeeper goes like, oh, I'm not... Mm. <laughs> it's not a racial They just thing. call it SO. We they just, just call it SO. We, we, it's named after the colour, yes. But we do not know why. It's named after the colour, but you don't know why. <laughs> to, to be fair, to be fair, if anything, uh, grey would suggest less of a race and more of the age of the... But you, you, no, no, but the elderman is sick, yes. Does, it, does the fever make him look grey? It, it, it probably does, but uh, I'm not one of our village healers. But um, I've heard that, you know, the grey fever affects uh, people who are come into contact oh. with types of different spirits or like uh, like from other stuff that's a bit foreign. I don't know. So it's like alcohol poisoning. Uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that, is, that is slander. That's, he mentioned spirits. Unless you're referring to the ethereal kind of spirits as opposed to the liquid kind of spirits. Ah, indeed. I have again used a word that has... Uh, <laughs> mm, well, I yeah, think yeah. he's clearly hinting to getting an STD from, <laughs> from a foreign consort. Well, if there's anything else, uh, let me know. I'm going to go back into the... Uh, so the barkeeper like, turns around <laughs> starts to move to, starts to move towards the... Uh, the to tend to his other customers. 
Um, so hang on, the elderman caught an STD. Yes. No. Caught the, <laughs> the, caught gray, the gray fever. The gray fever is actually <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that escalated quickly. That's how um, he got the STD. As, <laughs> as as you guys uh start talking about uh, the gray fever, right? Uh, over at a table nearby, right, there is this uh human paladin that's sitting across that has heard uh you guys talk about the gray fever that is has been inflicted by that has inf- uh, afflicted the alderman. This is Timothy Carey. Carey? Uh, so I th- I think I'm probably shoving my mouth full of pies that I bought on the way in as the stores were closing. Mm-hmm. And I gesture to the two of them to, to come over all, all the way. <laughs> yeah, you turn around and you see um, uh, an average size human shoving his face with pie and motioning to the two of you all to come over. Hmm. Eventually... I, I get through my mouthful, but I was listening, and I go, uh, "Travelers, you lot look like you're dressed for adventure." Gotta admit, I'm probably gonna stay for the pies. Are you being sarcastic, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Eat the, the, look, if if you wanted a share of the pie, you could just ask, man. Like, I. I, I bought plenty. I ordered on an empty stomach. That's on me. Uh, you probably noticed a couple of empty pie stations on the way in. Also, <laughs> my bad. How many pies are there, like, roughly on the table? Is it covering the whole table? Uh, as much as a character could get away with without incurring a major expense that the DM would notice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> gotta eat, gotta keep my strength up if you squishy sorts uh, would do the same you'd probably last longer on the battlefield uh, I take offence at that I'm not squishy I'm just delicate okay do you guys uh, at this point in time do you, you guys are not like shouting across the room right you guys no. are coming over to the table yeah so just like walk yeah, over I guess so because as I'm ma- making that parting statement I kind of flick my elven hair and look at him give him a look over my shoulder and oh, full of reproach mm. that's probably entirely lost on Timothy uh, he sticks his hand out and goes Timothy Carey nice to meet you have a pie or two his, his hand his hand is, is swollen with full of pie it's p- pie pie sweat yeah, and pie yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna like give it a very like mm, kind of look, and I'm like, mm. all right, mm, veterinary. Or you can just call me vet. Actually, just call me vet. Uh, Lockman, uh, can yes. you do a uh, wisdom perception check for me, please? Wisdom perception check. Yeah. Uh, hang on, hang on. I do. Yes. Uh, I get a three. <laughs> very strong. Very strong. You don't quite um understand how someone of this size because Timothy is not a particularly large size person but he's wolfing down these pies at a what you believe is a slightly inhuman uh, like a inhuman uh, you played Skyrim right? <laughs> I played uh, Monster Hunter is that what he's doing? his way through like Homer Simpson in Treehouse of Horror gorging himself I think we've just established in universe that uh, Timothy probably takes part in like ultimate food challenges 
Okay. Right, you guys are still interested in the quest. Let me remind you. Maybe you want to exchange what information that you guys uh, know. Would it make sense that they are hiring parties and not individual uh, adventurers? Yes, very much so. I will say that Timothy, when he was going about his business, gathering the pies, also... Uh, Get the information. Managed to learn that uh, the town has this uh, task commissioner. Her whole purpose is to give out quests and tasks. Uh, daily quests and tasks and uh, provide the rewards associated for each one. Uh, and that person's name is uh, Lady Linby. She can be found uh, near the council room, just outside the council room, where everybody goes every morning or afternoon to check if there's something they can do for a bit of cash. Lah. It's a village thing. And uh, this is only known to Timothy. So, Timothy. So, as we sit down, get to talking, uh, can I do a perception check to see if I pick up on the uh, subtle hint of good smoked sausage? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, but tell everybody what you have. An STD. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. So, I've got a bonus of zero. I rolled a 16. Nice. So, uh, as I'm moving through the pies, I, I like... Yeah. Yeah. Wait a moment. You there, tiny person. You look like some... Well, you smell like someone that's carrying good sausage. Yeah. Have a seat. Tell me. What do you think of the pies here? And give me your professional opinion. Well, I just rolled into town. Haven't had the chance to sample any of the local cuisine. Yeah, and I, I shoved some towards him. I'll trade you some pies for uh, information and sausage. Yeah, okay. We have plenty. Like a regular-sized adult horse makes plenty <laughs> of sausage anyway. I'm going to call it right now that the big bad evil guy in this campaign is ultimately going to be all the like forlorn souls of creatures that Andy has turned into sausage. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. This is good. I need to write this down. <laughs> so, let me save you some time. Uh, I came in earlier this morning. I've already dropped by the uh, guild hall. Uh, spoke with the lo lovely lady, Linby. And the thing is, th this is a party gig. They could have been clearer in their uh, message about seeking adventurers. So, like, it's plural. Like, you need more than one. Okay, let's go. Oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold up, hold up. <laughs> you grab it. Yeah. You grab it, your cloaks. What? I said, let's go and do this thing. Oh, 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 you, you meant me included. Okay, yeah. okay, that, that's nice. It's nice to feel included. Wow. I acknowledge wow, you. I feel seen and appreciated. <laughs> We're going to like affirmation phases. We will accept your application for an internship. <laughs> Timothy Carey has been added to the party. Uh, so, does your party have a name? Why do we? Why do we need a name? Why do we need a name for the party? Like, do we need to like print out T-shirts too? And <laughs> I have merchandise written around. Name cards. Name cards. Because this is town of elders and bureaucracy. <laughs> We've got to fill it in on the form, and and I take out the paperwork. <laughs> oh God! It's like good old fashioned paperwork. It makes it easier to refer to us. And in the event of our uncertain death, we split the remainder as stipulated here by this contract. And uh, I, I whip out my reading glasses. If, if you want to, I can go through all like 14 pages of this. <sighs> we'll, we'll read it along the way. That's fine. Ooh, you like to live life on the edge. I like you. 
<laughs> you guys leave the tavern. The barkeep like yells back at Timothy Carey because uh, as you leave the table, you realize that there are crumbs and like crusts all over the table and on the floor. He yells back, but he's got nothing to say because he just um, goes about his his job and just picks up a broom and carries on. Yeah, because he's going to be afraid they're going to pick on some other semantics. <laughs> he's going to get wrong. He'll be like, hush. What was the barkeep's name? Uh, nobody asked. So I'm not going to say nothing. Y'all can return later and find out if you want. Uh, <laughs> Bucky. Might as well just call him Bucky. You know, just not his name. But anyway. <laughs> uh, he, Bucky you, the Bucky. You guys, you guys leave uh, the tavern and... Uh, you follow the road. At the top, you can see people grouped around uh, this relatively tall elf woman. And she is uh, she's done in like a guardsman cloak, and uh, she is receiving and speaking to several people coming to her table. Right, you discern that this is probably uh, the task commissioner, Lady Linby. I think I probably call out um, from afar, like. Uh over enthusiastic Lady Lindby look 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 what I found I found a party and I'm invited to the party yeah <laughs> and what were you telling me this morning uh, single for life I think that's what you said about <laughs> me this morning remember that huh Lady uh, Lady, Lady Lady Lindby shoots like uh, a, a, a look of disdain at the fact uh, she's recognised uh, Timothy Carey from uh, the day's market uh, place and then kind of like just turns away and continues a conversation with one of the uh, dwarfs that she's speaking to. I, I, I turn and look at them and uh, my, my voice probably doesn't carry so well across that. She, she probably didn't hear, hear me say that. Um. Yeah, totally do. <laughs> uh, can I charm Lady Limby? Of course you can. Uh, but first, can all of y'all give me a, okay, a wisdom perception check, I guess? Wisdom perception. Which one is higher? Ooh, they're both crap. <laughs> Ooh. I rolled a 10. My modifier is plus 2, so I got a 12. Timmy has gotten a 9. So uh, Andy did a 17, if I'm not wrong. Okay, Andy, as you approach the taskmaster, she's finishing a conversation with you over here. And basically what she's telling the dwarf is uh, there are a lot of other ingredients required for the cure. Uh, and this dwarf is a party that's heading out to the nearby cities to uh, gain more uh, curatives for the mixing of the antidote later. As she finishes, the dwarf gives a solemn nod and then uh, leaves. And you can see them like move towards like a carriage and horse uh, about to embark uh, for another city, which you did not pick up on. Okay, at this point in time, Lady Linby turns and faces Timothy and goes like, Ah, Timothy, what are you here for again? I've already told you that you cannot go about this quest by yourself. Look, I have friends. Greetings! <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm going like to look at her and you'll be like, hey girl, sup? Lady Linby, let me introduce you to my party. You see the uh, small package over there? And I point at uh, Andy. Endowed with sausage. <laughs> Timothy, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Linby raises an eyebrow. Uh, Vet, can you give me A? A. You want to go with persuasion or performance here? I'll let you do the flirting on one. Performance! Okay. Let me find my performance. They're both charisma right. abilities, so. Yes! Because performance is higher than persuasion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Oh, we all know I've got shit rolls. <laughs> all right. I've got a modifier roll four. Whoa! Then what is it? It's a critic. You know that. It's 17. I rolled 17 plus my modifier for I got 21. Okay. Um, on a 21, Lady Blinsby like uh, blushes. She's taken aback by... Um, <laughs> she 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 blushes a bit and she like stumbles on the words a bit. Goes like, oh 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 okay, and then she musters herself up again and turns to Timothy. But uh, Timothy, this this this, just two people. Are you going up with with just the two of them? Then immediately uh, turns to Andy because she's uh, kind of like trying not to make eye contact with Vet. Uh, and but why? Cause cause she's she's a bit baffled. <laughs> uh, but she turns to Andy. And is like is this is this true? Are you are you forming a adventuring party with dear Timothy over here? Yeah, I mean, if we run into any trouble, we'll just push him in front. What is this about Timothy um, inquiring about your sausages? I, I I don't know what this is about. I don't I I I have no idea what he's talking. Mm, okay. Wouldn't I wouldn't trust him? Wouldn't you be interested in my sausages I, instead? Well, if. It, if it's if it's no, uh, it has no reason to believe that you guys cannot at least find out what's happening over at the tower. So as you three might know, our elderman is sick with a disease known as the grey fever. And we know from our healers that uh, we've not suffered grey fever for centuries. But we do have a, a recipe uh, from some of our old books and from our old uh, manuscripts that suggest that there is a flower called a fairy fern that is sitting on a cave up on Thunderfrost Mountain. But the way there is now lingering with danger. You had me at lingering. You have to let it linger. She, 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 she continues to ignore Timothy and then uh, turns to Vet and goes, But you seem like seasoned adventurers. Uh, I suppose that I could uh, spare some reward for information about what has happened. Uh, up in Thunderfrost Mountain. You see, we've sent a small scouting party ahead to seek out the flowers, but they did not return. And um, we can give out about 50 gold pieces to uh, anyone that comes back with a bit of information about what happened to the party. So uh, 50 gold pieces here, right? It's quite a bit of money. You can take it as like 50 days staying at a lodge, right? So like that's essentially quite a bit of money. Regular basic weapons are like uh, three to five gold pieces, right? That's about the conversion. Anyway, she continues. Uh, says like, but as you know, we want people to go up and retrieve the fairy fern. Uh, it is a flower of uh, yellow and pink striped petals, right? And it's found in a cave up in the Thunderfrost Mountains, Uh and it is right before the cave entrance, there is a huge tower. Uh, the tower, apparently, as we got word, has several dangerous creatures that has inhabited it. So we are looking for adventurers to go up, ascend the tower that leads to the cave that uh, the fairy fern uh, grows in. Would you all be able to do this? Savvy. F 50 gold, just for info on the party. What mm -hmm. What's the actual reward for the flower? and clearing the tower because uh, an experienced bunch of heroes such as ourselves uh, are actually shockingly affordable for the quality of work that we do. Timothy, you, 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 you know what you know what the price is. We've, we've spoke about Yes, it. yes, but I, right. I, I just want it you down know. in writing or 
very publicly so that everyone can hear, so that you can't go back on it. Dinner or two. So, to retrieve the fairy foot, we will. The reward is as described by the council. Uh, there's a whole house here, which we are giving to anybody that claims the fairy fern and returns it to us. Uh, you'll be welcome in our community. Uh, and of course, with that, it's free pies for life. And I believe you promised something about a day. Free pies for life. <laughs> right? As, as Timothy says this, right, uh, she, she is quickly glances at the mention of a date. She quickly glances at a uh, vet momentarily and then like looks away so these houses sorry just got into yeah these houses are they furnished or unfurnished what, what's, what's the lease like is it freehold <laughs> it is it is freehold and I can rent it out right yes you can wait is this a house per individual no, or no, per no. party it's the, the returns of the it is one of our prime uh, real estates uh, of course you can you can sell it back to uh, the council mm. But you know, market forces being what they are, this is probably not the best time to actually purchase property. Uh, this It's quite expensive right now. Uh, yeah, and I hear there's a tower of monsters or something. It's not really driving up the price, but yes, yes, there is a tower of mountain. So the tower, the tower itself, uh, it's called, uh, I think its old name is Crack Durok, uh, Crack Durok Tower. And it's built into uh, a cliff face. So I'll draw it on your map if you want, uh, and you can just go there, just figure out what's happening and then return and we will give you uh, a small reward for uh, information about the fairy fern. Obviously, we won't be able to give you free pies for life. Uh, but yes, how about it, people? Sounds doable. I look at Andy. Are we up for this? Oh, yeah. <coughs> we'll give it a try. See what so can happen. <laughs> Uh, just so you know, we've commissioned an actual sizable force that's coming up uh, from one of the local cities. And they will be here in about 10 days, but we cannot wait. This is why we have commissioned adventurers to see if they can find either more information or actually retrieve the, the fairy fern. But it's up to you. Any kind of information will be rewarded. Uh, obviously, we are, we are more than happy to celebrate you guys as heroes if you come back down with the fairy fern. But regardless, we don't want to lose more people to the mountain. We've already lost six people in the scouting party. But yes, uh, bring the fairy fern to us and I will gladly uh, put your name down for the reward. Can we negotiate our per diem? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, well, mm. she goes, we don't have a per diem. Uh, you have to understand, we can't give out a podium to everybody that comes here claiming to do the quest. Can we expense our meals? You know what? She makes a sly, uh, she gives a sly look to the three of y'all and like, uh, sly one back to vet and goes, uh, first, uh, if you do come back, I probably can't give you actual gold pieces as per diem, but I would gladly uh, treat you all to a meal. I'm sure that can be arranged. Uh, then again, if you all come back safely, um, I'll be more than happy to take all out for dinner. But if we come back unsafe? <laughs> in one piece or in pieces? So if let's say just a strand of my hair returns, is that bargain fulfilled? I don't think your hair strand is going to eat a lot. Uh, it's a very it's contemplatively sad for her to think of uh, to think of the death of like a vet, but uh, she just offers like we will celebrate your names in our daily missive uh, for people that have failed the quest uh, and have never written. 
but of course uh, we are hoping that will be successful at least getting information um i would say that there are other people that's demanding attention from from linby so she goes i do have matters to attend to right uh but timothy i wish you and your party be well go in peace and then she turns away how did she know i needed the bathroom <laughs> She turns away and then she uh, tends to other business. And I go and find a bush and tend to business. Okay. While Timothy is away, uh, Andy and Vet are left alone for a bit. Uh, what do you guys think? We've agreed on going on a mission, on this adventure. Is there anything that we need to prepare? You are always the one who has plenty of foresight. I guess we should be fine. Let's wing it. No, we'll just see how it goes. And um, I, I guess between the two of us, you're both in agreement that once we come back we are going to kill Timothy and put his body in the ditch and keep the reward for ourselves right mm-hmm. that was the plan all along right mm-hmm. and Timothy comes back and, hey guys what I miss The talking heads would like to take this opportunity to tell you that no horses were actually harmed in our previous... No animals! Session. No real animals. Nothing breathing, living, heart beating or hard. Uh, at this point in time, I also clarify, I, I, I meant... Are I, animals too. Yeah, I, I, said, I said horse sausages, not horse <laughs> sausages. I just want... It's a hitch. It's a hard hitch. <laughs> okay? <sighs> okay. Um... <laughs> So, uh, I, in I this, think the difference in the word was not the hard H, but rather the absence of an S. <laughs> yes, right. That that is on Can my da- that the absence of an S is what's on my dating profile, sir. 